If you are not already a part of 10X People Skills, the Facebook group, what are you doing? You should absolutely join. It is totally free. And we talk about your people problems. Whether you have a team or you don't have a team and you're looking to bring new team members on, we address everything from communication tips to how to fire somebody or how to create cultural touch points. It's a great place for you to be able to get some one-on-one interaction and ask me direct questions about the people problems that you are currently facing in your role. Go to cardonventures.com forward slash skills to register. Welcome back to Workwoman. It is so nice to be with you again. It feels like it's been a little while since we really had a chance to sit down and talk. A lot of things have been going on for, I think, just about everyone on the face of this planet, including myself. We've been doing all good things. So many events for our business, Cardone Ventures. We have back-to-back events. Listen to this. Until Thanksgiving. Every single weekend from middle of September until Thanksgiving, there will be a Cardone Ventures event, whether it's one of our 10X360 events where we break down businesses from a 10X360 perspective or from a 360 perspective. I'm so used to just like that That now is one word. It's not 360, it's 10X360. Uh, but we, we go business operations, marketing, finance, my favorite, which is the people section, uh, expansion and all of these great things. Uh, So we have many of those coming up. We have marketing workshops, people workshops, platform review deliveries. Sometimes I think that I don't talk about the work that I do uh, and the business does on here because it's so topic focused. And yet uh, so much of the things that I learn actually come from the real experiences that I have day to day with helping grow a team. For those of you who don't know, Cardone Ventures, we founded it 18 months ago, uh, our first revenue generating month was last June. We will way over um, overpass the nine-figure number for this year, which is our first full calendar year in business, which is just incredible. And since March, since COVID, guys, we have more than doubled our team. So when I say we've been busy uh, between events and expanding this team and then finding new customers, uh, it's been quite the journey. But I'm excited to get back to this and really be able to have conversations with you guys because for many of you who've followed me through the Age Gap Realness podcast, uh, during that time I was very focused on the relationship. So the relationship content was easy to talk about because they were day-to-day experiences. And now with Workwoman, yes, the relationship piece with Brandon and I is very much in play all day, every day. We work together, uh, my fiance, Brandon, and I. However, it's so focused on the business. And so I'm excited to be able to get into these things that I'm just learning constantly. And one of them just happened right before we sat down to record this podcast. Every single Tuesday, we bring you guys a show called 10X Owners Live. And our team shows up to our house, about 10 people, to put on a live show where we work with business owners and go over different topics that are of importance to them. And today, one of my favorite team members who's been with us for almost eight months uh, now, we were talking through, right before the show started, the uh, upcoming event that we have. We're going to be traveling here in a couple days to Miami, Florida. And she was telling me that she needed to do laundry. 
And this girl is a total badass. She uh, is crushing it, has moved into a really awesome role where she's making more money than she was before. And it dawned on me that she shouldn't have to not be in a revenue-producing morning, like not be able to do that because she has to go and do her laundry. And so I asked her the question, have you thought about hiring a cleaner? So this is what we're going to talk about on this episode of Workwoman. I know that was quite a quite a long preamble, but I feel like I needed to kind of catch up with you guys and let you know what's been going on. Nobody is pregnant. We are not hiding anything crazy. Uh, we are just um, busy. But I want to talk to you guys about the idea of stop wasting your time. Like this is the thing that just kept going over and over in my head as she was telling me this. That do her doing her laundry and the mental energy that it takes for her to be thinking about that she needs to do this needs to be removed from her purview because it's drawing her attention to something that does very little for her to actually go out and achieve her goals. And it's wasting all of this thought process. I mean, who wants to think about doing laundry? If you could make $10,000 or you could do your laundry in the same amount of time, which should you be spending your time doing? Like that's a legitimate question. What should you be spending your time doing? $10,000 or worrying about, oh, I have to get home and then I have to do 45 minutes and then I have a cycle of whites. So then that's, you know, 56 minutes because whites take longer if you do it right. Hopefully all of you guys were taught how to do your whites right. Just gonna throw that in there. But the idea behind not wasting your time is you need to be spending money on things that are going to take the mental draining things that you do off of off of your brain, off of your uh, your day to day like that grind. And I think all of us know what that feels like. Uh, I was just watching a, a video over this weekend. It's part of the 10x360 program that we put on, and it's um, essentially about the monotony of adult life and what that really looks like between waking up in the morning, getting your coffee, going to work, coming back home, having to go to the grocery store, and just the monotony of all of those tasks. And between that video and this conversation I had with one of our badass team members, I am, I've essentially compiled a list of all of the things that you need to stop doing so that you're not wasting your time and you're taking yourself seriously enough to put an investment behind your energy and your time and your mental clarity. So first things first, if you don't hire a cleaner, I fundamentally believe that you are not taking yourself seriously. And for some of you, that is going to be like a really ridiculous statement. And you're going to send me some comments about why you think that I'm sitting on my high horse and giving you advice from this ivory tower. But here's the deal. A hundred dollars. Let's let's just like I'm gonna I'm gonna make this big, okay? Let's say you spend a hundred dollars a week on having somebody clean your home and do your laundry. That means you don't have to do your sheets. That means you don't have to do however many cycles or loads of laundry that you do. Uh, That means that your refrigerator is cleaned out. Your floors are clean. You are in a better physical space. And that costs you $400 every single month. 
If you knew that that was an expense that it was going to take in order for you to get the things that you want in this life and that you would have the time, you would actually have the time to be able to do the things that you need to get done to be able to make more money, to improve the condition of your life. Why is $400 even something that you would question? You get hours of your time back and I think there's this other thing because this is a work woman podcast, you know, I don't tend to go too much into the female stuff on this, but I do think there is this female guilt around having a clean home and having, uh, uh, things that look nice and tidy. I don't know. Maybe your mom gave you some, some lessons growing up and you feel like that's something that you have to be perfect at on top of having the career. I give you full permission to just let that go. You do not have to be that person. You don't have to clean. You don't have to fold. You don't have to wash your clothes. You don't have to be that person. There's nobody that says you have to be that person. And so give yourself permission to say, okay, if I put $400 a month aside and I use that time, now you can't go watching Real Housewives. You can't go, you know, be on some like binge television show watching time when you would have been cleaning. Like that that's not the idea here. The idea is to be able to be productive and to write the book, to put together the presentation for your boss. It's to use this valuable precious thing that you have each and every day called time and to remove something that you don't have to do from your life. So, first things first is cleaners. Second thing, let's talk about food delivery. Is it really necessary for you to cook dinner or for you to make lunch or for you to even make your breakfast? Like, is is it a requirement that you sit in your kitchen and you do it? Do you feel better about yourself when you make your food? Now, some people like cooking, so I would like to caveat this by saying I am not a cook. I actually loathe being in the kitchen. My specialties are Kraft macaroni and cheese, and I make a mean bowl of Lucky Charms. So if it's your passion, then... Continue to do that. But even if it is your passion, if your passion isn't paying your bills and isn't allowing you to make money, I would also say like stop making your own damn food and put a system in place for your life to at least make the time that's spent to eat decrease. Brandon and I use this awesome service called Trifecta and every single Friday they deliver us organic food. I think that for a while I was taking this a little bit too seriously. I was buying like lean cuisines for a dollar. It was like $1 for if you buy, bought 10. So obviously I was buying 20 and stacking our freezer. I can't just buy 10. I have to go all in with it. Uh, but you know, that, that wasn't exactly healthy eating and I don't think I was getting the physical results that I wanted to. And so this trifecta service has entirely simplified my decision for lunch and my decisions for dinner so that it's not a conversation. I know what I'm having. It provides like that, like clear direction and it removes the the option of having a choice and sometimes in life you need to set boundaries for yourself to remove choices so that you can just focus on the things that actually need your attention and that only you can do to be able to scale in other areas so food deliveries tallied up where I was just talking with another one of our badass team members who was telling me that he thinks he spends about two thousand dollars a month on food delivery like that's a great investment if you are working during that time, if you are dreaming during that time so that you're not going to the monotonous 
through the monotonous routine of being at a grocery store, going down the aisles. Like you don't have to do that shit. We live in 2020 folks. Like you really don't. And your parents can make you feel bad. My dad was always one of those people, even though, you know, my dad, he's a plastic surgeon. He's very well off financially, um, makes good spending decisions. But something from his parents got transitioned into him not liking to spend the additional $5 on a delivery because he thought it was wasteful. And it's, now in my adult opinion i love you dad if you listen to this like keep doing you uh but you can spend five dollars if it's value added in other areas of your life so i won't keep being a dead horse on the food delivery one however put just think about it how about this spend one month doing these things spending maybe it's three grand maybe it's 2500 for all the things i'm about to talk about and See and challenge yourself. If you created a, a budget around that for one month and you knew that, let's let's pick a higher number. Let's pick $3,000. For everything I'm going to tell you, it's going to add an additional $3,000 of expense. Now think through, could you, during the time that's saved, calculate that you could add $6,000 to your income? Like do that activity. And, and, and let's see what you come up with, because I know that if you're taking this seriously, once you commit to making your time efficient and to doing something greater that's going to get you towards your goals, the financial commitment alone will push you to actually achieve those things and to put energy into those things. It's like when you buy a gym membership. Once you purchase the gym membership, it's not that all of a sudden you like want to start working out in the morning. No, your financial commitment is there. Grant Cardone who is a big mentor of mine, talks about um, that money follows attention, meaning that uh, you know people who are able to generate attention are able to get money to them because they're good at promoting. But he also talks about the reverse happening where your attention follows your money, meaning when you have a gym membership, where's your attention going? If you've purchased a house somewhere, where are you always going back to? You're going back to the house because your money is there. Therefore, your attention is there. So when you put your attention, um, when, you, when you put your money in a place, you know that you have to actually do the things. And it's it's a form of commitment. It's not a form of being lazy. It's not a form of you being wasteful. It's actually you committing to the dreams and taking yourself seriously, which is the greatest thing that you can do when you're in flux or when you know crazy things are going on or when you just want to change. I think it's a-okay for you not to use COVID or anything else as a reason for why you want a different quality of life. So with that, on to the third thing, organizing. I am one of those people, maybe you're like me, where I feel like everything needs to be perfect. My bathroom drawers need to be perfectly organized. My closet needs to be organized. The garage has to be organized. The basement, everything needs to have its place. I have a lot of noise around that. Hire people to fix those things for you. Like, do not organize your own shit unless you're trying to get away from your in-laws. And in that case, organize all day long. You do you. But if if you don't have to and you have that noise and you feel in whatever way, it's, it's this female thing. If you feel inadequate because your home or your things aren't in the place that you wish that they are, hire Someone pay $500 and just let it go, but don't force yourself to be the one that has to do it. Next up. Now, this one I actually don't put into practice, but I still think it's a good idea. 
driving. Now, and it also kind of depends where you live, but let's just talk through this. So you don't have to drive yourself to work. COVID, a little bit different. If you're not going back to work yet, again, a little different. If you're in the prairies, you probably might have to drive yourself. But if you live in a semi-metropolitan area where there is an Uber and you have a longer than a 10-minute commute to work, I think that you could you should consider having an Uber drive you to work because you my I, I watch Brian do this all the time. He is so fast on email and messaging people back and making phone calls when he is not the person driving the car. It's 30 minutes of time for him to be able to be efficient. If he was driving the car, he'd, he'd be thinking, which is still a form of productivity for him because he's intentional about it. The reason that I don't do this is I get severely carsick after about 45 seconds of looking on my phone when I am a passenger. And so when I'm in an Uber or get this, it's only when I'm in the backseat that I get carsick. So from an Uber standpoint, it's always weird when you sit in the passenger seat and it's just you and the Uber driver. So it's like, I don't know, I guess I could try to bridge that a little bit better, but I need airflow on me to not be able to get carsick. And so I just go with the driving. But I know people... Um, I know people who do this and it is a game changer for them, especially if your commute is longer than 30 minutes. But again, some of these things people are going to be like, oh, that's so much money. Tell me exactly how much money it is. Before you tell me and in your brain, you start thinking through like, oh, it's so overwhelming and is an Uber, how much? Like do the freaking math for five days a week, for four weeks out of the month, for 52 weeks out of the year, if you were to spend X amount of money driving or on Uber and you were able to calculate that exact amount of time, but you're not doing the thing that you've always wanted to do because supposedly you don't have enough time, you can pay for time. And driving is such a great example of an actual chunk of time actually being back into your life and being able to do the things that you, you need to do in order to take that next step. Okay, last but not least administrative help. This is a newer one for me uh, and I am loving this. I am the person that will buy a bunch of things online and then I will want to return 75% of it because I don't like it or it doesn't fit or whatever. And then it just sits in my closet and it sits and it sits. And three months later, the refund period has elapsed and I have to keep the things. But it's that thing that like, all of us have this stuff. It's that noise that you accidentally create for yourself where you know that there's this thing that you have to get done, whether it is the packages or it's the, uh, what's another good example of this? Oh, like a gift for somebody, buying a gift, wrapping the gift, like those things that you know, you could be such a better person. Like you could be a better daughter, a better wife, a better whatever you are to the people in your life, if you had this little extra time to do this thing, there is somebody out there who could use work that can do these things so well and be appreciative of the opportunity that you've created for them. This does not have to be a 40 hour a week kind of gig. There could be a high school student that for two hours after school every day, they help you and you pay them whatever minimum wages in your state. Like it, it can be that simple and those things can be lifted off of your your life. I'm telling you, that is true freedom when you are able to be the person and have this extension and be able to scale yourself. 
And the biggest example of this, and this one I know is a stretch for many people, but I feel like I have to say it because if I don't say it, then I'm not actually sharing with you the things that I've experienced in my life. Brian and I travel constantly. Our lives have entirely changed through being able to fly privately. And is that realistic for you? Absolutely. You can create that reality for yourself. You can dream about being able to have whatever it is that you want. And flying private never works out on pencil. Like you can ask, well, actually don't ask an accountant or your finance person or anybody who knows anything about numbers about buying a private plane because they will never understand it. But the time that you get through being able to do that, it dramatically impacts your life. A great example, just last night, Brandon and I were able to fly his mom to Palm Springs, pop over to Phoenix to look at office buildings and be back within a 24-hour time span. I also got to see my brother during that time. And that trip would not have happened if we would have needed to create or would have need to um, have a commercial flight. We could have spent two grand first class to go commercial for that instead of the 20 or 25. I don't even know. I actually don't even know how much it costs. I believe it's somewhere between 20 and 25,000 for us to fly that. But it's it becomes a non-issue because those things, if you can budget that time for a whole year and just like put it away in your brain and use that tool, you're able to create more freedom and more Brandon and I look at it as a productivity thing. We're, we're able to do more deals. We're able to be able to be in more cities than we would if we weren't. And that's us being ultimately committed to the expansion at all costs of this business, of our brands, of our network. And so even just being open to it and starting to visualize, if you are the type of person who values your time so much that you are not going to wait and you are going to create space in your life to really make moves, like start putting on a dream board, start visualizing for so many months. Um, it's actually probably over a year. Uh, Brandon and I both on our phones had the screensaver of flying private. And I'm sure in um, a podcast or two back from before we bought this plane, it was like this dream that we would talk about having. And we just decided that we weren't going to make excuses any longer for why we weren't doing that and why we weren't prioritizing it. And it it increased our commitment to how serious we took what we were going after. Uh, and we are so thankful for having made that decision. And for some people, it doesn't actually look like choosing to fly private and that isn't going to be that much of an impact in your life. But your form of transportation with driving could be the thing or how much time you spend at the grocery store or picking up your kids or what, what, like whatever it is, picking up your kids. This is actually a sidebar. Will and I had this conversation right before this started. I was like, should I talk about picking up your kids or not picking up your kids? Like I'm not actually a parent, but I think that it sounds like it's a really inefficient use of time. Here's the thing. If you are picking up your kids and just acting like a shuttle van and you could be doing other things with that time, I'm also here to give you 100% permission to just not feel that way and to do something different with that. If that's something that you cherish and you view it as an opportunity that you're never going to get back, then freaking pick up your kids. It's a great use of your time, but it, it all goes back to your priorities and to the extent that you don't have clarity around your priorities, you're never going to be able to have clarity around how you should use your time. So with that, 
my challenge to you is to do all of these things. But if you're not willing to take that challenge on, just do one of them. Do one of them for a month and take yourself seriously and see what happens. I have a pretty good feeling that if you're serious about it and it's a big enough financial commitment, you will figure it out. You will figure out a way to make that work in your life and your quality of life will become much greater and you will learn to do that in other areas. It won't just be going to the grocery store. It'll be working in a more efficient way and actually documenting what you do every day so that you can scale, so that you can focus on bigger things while somebody else is doing the things that you're doing today. That's the whole point of scaling. We have this amazing program at Cardo Ventures. It's probably my favorite program that we've ever put together. It's called 10X Scale. And if you are in a business setting and you're stuck doing the same thing over and over and over again, and you know that your energy and time could be used to be doing bigger things, that is the program for you. We go so deep into how you go through the structural process to move from being in this rat race of every day looking the same because you are chemo dependent on yourself and transitioning that into being able to scale through other people and aligning them with where you're going. So if you're interested in that, we have all the details on cardoventures.com. There is a tab on the top says products. Just click on 10X scale and we'd love to talk you through that. So with that, guys, have the best day. Can't wait to talk to you on next week's episode.